to Subscription Box Answers with your host, Liam Brennan. You're no rubbish, no crap. Straight to the point podcast with real actionable tips, real strategies and insights from the industry, which will help you start and grow your own successful subscription box business. You ask the questions. You ask the questions. Liam gives the answers. It's as simple as that. You are very welcome to today's episode of Subscription Box Answers. Now, on today's episode, we are going to be following on from a topic that we covered last week. In last week's episode, I explained how you should be doing price testing correctly. I gave you a step-by-step process to follow and to ensure you are charging the maximum amount that you can charge for your box while the business still functions, pretty much, because there's no point charging a big amount but nobody signs up. So I broke that down in last week's episode. And obviously that's very relevant, especially for 2023, because everything's getting more expensive. Like I touched on last week, um, shipping's more expensive, cardboard's more expensive, products are more expensive, everything is more expensive. So you need to ensure you're charging the correct amount so you're actually building a sustainable and healthy business that can reward you and give you a great life. So following on from that last week, we're now going to cover how to increase your prices for existing subscribers. Because last week, I only touched on price testing for new subscribers who are signing up. But a percentage of people who are listening may want to increase the prices for existing subscribers. And that's perfectly fine. Um, Let me give you some backstory around what happened in my company, Busterbox. So we set up the company back in 2016. And throughout all of that time, we never increased the prices for existing subscribers. We just never did it. Any price testing that we did was all around new subscribers. We never touched existing subscribers. And the reason why we never touched them was, uh, there was a few different reasons. The main one was we wanted to reward them pretty much. We didn't want to rock the boat. We wanted to reward their loyalty and leave them with the price that they originally signed up with. And that's a pretty good reason. Now, the other reason why we never did it was because we were actually a bit afraid to do it, to tell you the truth. And we thought it could potentially upset a lot of people, that the churn would get really, really bad, and it just wouldn't be worth it. Now, some of them fears came from years ago, I used to work in Xbox support. And if anything happened with the prices in Xbox, people would go crazy. People would be really, really upset and the phone lines would go through the roof with incoming calls. Then I moved over to a different department. And if you're in the US, you probably have never heard of this company or you're not too familiar with it. But if you're listening from the UK, you'll know about BT, British Telecom. So I was a manager 
in the call center for British Telecom. And they they increased their prices. But say if they increased their prices by like a pound over 12 months, the blowback would be absolutely insane. The amount of call volume that would come true would be absolutely through the roof. Like people would be going crazy about it, giving out about it. They'd be waiting for a long time to speak to a manager about it. They'd want to speak to a manager straight away and I'd have to deal with a lot of the calls. And it always surprised me that people would be so upset over such a small amount. Um, And that really like kind of stuck with me for a long time. And I was like, if there's anything we can do um, to avoid increasing our existing prices, let's do it because it's just not worth the hassle. And we want to reward our existing subscribers as well. Now, another thing that kind of stuck with me was, I'm not going to say who the company is or who I was even speaking to, but a few years ago, we were considering increasing our prices and we spoke to somebody in the UK market who has a really, really big subscription box, way bigger than my company, um, like one of the joints in the UK market, pretty much. And we spoke to him and we asked... Do you have any advice around increasing prices for existing subscribers? And he got back and he said, don't do it. It will be a bloodbath. That's exactly what he said. He said, it will be a bloodbath. Um, don't, don't go near it. People will be going crazy. Your support will be sent through the roof. It's just not worth it. See if you can figure out a different way to solve your pricing issues. And that stuck with me as well. So it was a mixture of those three things and the fact that we wanted to reward our existing subscribers by just leaving them on the original price. Because we've had people signed up for a very long time. We've had people signed up for years. We still have some of our original customers from when we launched the business. So we do want to repay those where possible and show the same loyalty to those people um, that they showed to us by sticking with us for such a long time. So it was a mixture of everything. But then obviously inflation has been getting worse and worse and the prices are getting more and more expensive. Everything's more expensive and companies are increasing their prices everywhere. If you go into a pet shop now and you look at how much a dog toy is or a bag of treats compared to where they were before, the increase is pretty big. And the pet shops aren't just doing it for the laugh. They have to do it because there's no point running a business that doesn't make any financial sense. You have to be building something that is sustainable and can actually turn a profit. So the prices have been going up and up and it eventually got to the point where we realized, look, we have to increase our prices. We've taken a hit on everything and we have to do it pretty much. There's no way around it and it would be very foolish just to continue on with the same prices that we were charging back in 2016 because the climate has completely changed since 2016. Back in 2016, ad prices were way cheaper um, and running costs were way cheaper as well. So we started 
seriously considering um, increasing our prices towards the end of 2022. Now, the first thing we did was we did a lot of price testing on the front end um, for new subscribers because the last thing you want to do is just randomly pick a price out of your head and change it to that for everybody and you don't know if that price even converts and if you'll even be able to get people signed up at that price so before you increase any prices for existing subscribers go back and listen to the episode from last week where i explain how you should do price testing correctly for new people signing up because you have to know that the price you pick is actually going to work So we did that first and we came to a understanding of what we could actually charge. Then we done some analysis of our entire subscriber base. We looked at everything and we created a spreadsheet about a few different um, outcomes of what would actually happen if we increased the prices and we lost 5%, 10%, 15%, 20% of our subscriber base. And what really jumped out to us was we could actually afford to lose a few thousand subscribers and we would still actually be better off we'd actually still be generating more profit by increasing our prices. Now, obviously, nobody wants to lose thousands of subscribers. That's the last thing anybody wants, especially if you're looking to grow and keep growing. But it was kind of eye-opening to actually see that. So that kind of made us feel a lot more assured about what we were actually doing. And it made us feel assured that we were doing the correct thing. Um, So... We then went ahead and we decided that we were going to be increasing the prices by £3 across everybody. Now, £3 does not sound like a lot, but if you have 10,000 people signed up and you increase the prices by £3, like obviously you have to pay VAT, you have to pay processing fees, but it will significantly increase the amount of gross profit you will generate on a monthly basis. So once we figured out that we were going to do it and we were going to increase the price by £3, then we started working out what would be the best way to do this. Now, it was coming up to Christmas This was in the middle of November, which is pretty much our busiest time of the year. Right in the middle of Q4, things are really, really busy for uh, Christmas. Our support staff are pretty busy with tickets coming in. And the last thing we wanted to do was dump a lot of tickets on them, especially when it's getting closer to Christmas and people have holidays planned and we're going to um, be closing for a bit of time so everybody gets a break after a pretty hectic year so we definitely didn't want to dump a load of support tickets on our staff we wouldn't have been too popular if we did that and it wouldn't have been right either now the other thing we were aware of was it was coming like january was just around the corner and January can be a pretty strange time for subscription businesses in general, especially direct-to-consumer subscriptions, because usually what happens is 
people will overextend themselves at Christmas. And then when they come into January, they're like, new year, new me, I'm sorting out my finances, I'm cancelling all my subscriptions. So we knew it probably wouldn't be a great time to announce it in January. So we had a couple of options. We could either wait until February... Um, or we could just push on before Christmas. So we decided the right thing for the business would be to push on before Christmas, but we would be very careful how we were going to do it because we didn't want to wreck Christmas for our support team. And um, So what we decided to do was, and I think this is vital for anybody who's looking to increase prices because it will give you a firm understanding of what's actually going to happen without causing some trouble for yourself. And um, So what we did was we decided to do it in batches. So we picked out 500 people and we sent them an email notifying them that prices would be increasing by £3 um, after the next two weeks. Like This was like, I can't even remember, the middle of November and we said like um, just before the start of December your price will increase by £3 if you renew after this date. So we decided to go with that approach and see how people would react. So we sent the first email and all we got back was supportive messages from our customers. Everybody was like, yeah, we completely understand the prices of everything are increasing. This is fine. No problem. We love what you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. So we were delighted with that. Then the next day, we did another batch and the results were exactly the same. Now, we had actually planned to space this out over a number of months. But because of the response we were getting back from people, we decided to just keep doing it, keep increasing by batches and just keep letting people know while monitoring it the whole time. Um, so we did it in batches and overall the response was really, really positive. The only bad comments we got were from a very small proportion of people and a lot of that was down to people um, not being able to afford it. Basically saying, look, um, nothing against your product whatsoever, but I'm really, really stretched. Can I cancel? Um, but it was a really, really small amount of people. So I actually have the email here that we sent out and I'm going to read it out now just to give you a idea of what we actually said. Now, it was my business partner, Gary, who wrote this email. Um, really, really nice email. Let me read it out. Hi there. I hope you and your dog are doing well today. Myself and my two childhood friends launched Buster Box six years ago to deliver happiness to dogs and make dogs as happy as our dogs make us. We've been working extremely hard during that time, often doing the jobs of multiple people to ensure a high standard of service. And that's very true. At the start of the business, you know yourself, you're doing about a million different jobs to ensure everything's been done correctly. In the past six years, we've been thankful. We, we've thankfully been able to avoid changing our prices. We've insulated our valued customers like you from rising costs and absorbed them into our own margin thus far. However, there will be a small price update that you will see. 
we really wish you to know that we've held off for as long as we possibly can to maintain the pricing structure for you and your pup's benefit. As you are likely aware, there have been unprecedented challenges for small businesses and consumers alike over the past six months. We've been facing increased costs for freight costs, raw materials, courier delivery costs to your home, and a host of other expensive expenses. Buster Box is a small operation um, with 10 full-time employees. We're not a big corporation seeking to line our pockets with this price change. We're doing all we can to keep all of our staff to serve you effectively and continue to deliver happiness to your pup every month. We've invested heavily in producing our own brand of premium quality high meat treats, which you will begin to see in every box in the new year. We've also recently added new features to make it easier to get doggy essentials in your delivery, saving you time. Our new Buster Box toys and themes for 2023 are exciting top quality and we'll be delivering goodies we're sure your dog is going to absolutely love. We're committed to delivering your dog the happiness we know they deserve long into the future. When you place your next order with us, the price of our Buster Box plans will be updated and raised by £3. The updates won't affect any existing order and will only impact orders being paid from January 12th onwards. This was an email we sent to one of the later batches that we changed. You do not need to take any action. It's a modest amount to continue to provide you with the service we know your dog loves. We do not expect any further changes in the foreseeable future and it's with regret we must do this change at all. You may or may not be aware of the other other added perks of being a Buster Box subscriber including free 24-7 video vet service from VidiVet available to active subscribers, discounts and rewards vouchers for our online store through your subscription, Earn £15 credit off your next box by referring referring friends. Refer as many as you like. If you want to change any details on your account, we can customise your subscription to your liking. You can contact us at barkabusterbox.com with any questions. Thank you for your continued support of our jobs. We really hope you understand. Best regards, Gary, co-founder of Busterbox. So that's the email that went out. Really, really nice email. Broke down everything. Look, we're not looking to increase our profit for no reason. We're doing this because we actually have to. Prices are getting more expensive across the board and we literally have no choice. We have to do it. So thankfully, the majority of people are understanding and they don't have their head in the sand. They can see the prices increasing. It's on the news and they know businesses have to do what they have to do. So what actually happened to Busterbox after we did this? Obviously, I'm recording this now at the end of January, so it's been going on for a couple of months. 
Well, what happened was our MRR, our monthly recurring revenue, absolutely shot up and we started earning a lot more profit in the business. Now, what happened to our churn rate so far? Our churn rate increased by a couple of percent over the last couple of months. Um, but overall, really, really positive and definitely worth it because obviously we've higher recurring revenue, we're doing more profits, we've got a higher lifetime value because people are paying more, just loads of benefits. So the positives definitely outweigh the negatives. Um, the churn going up by a couple of percent wasn't really a big deal for us. We actually expected it to be a lot worse. So I'll check back in in a few months and I'll tell you how it plays out. What I'm expecting to happen is the churn rate will actually drop back to where it was once the initial group of people who decided to cancel are filtered out and more people sign up on the higher prices. So yeah, that's our story. That's exactly how we did it. And it was very positive for us. So if you're in a similar position and you've been thinking about increasing your prices for a long time, but you don't know the best way to do it, or you're kind of worried about any potential backlash, I hope this podcast will help you and um, because we were in the exact same position for a long time. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. At the end of the day, don't be a busy fool in your business running around delivering boxes to people if you're not making any profit. You have to go for the profit and with the way things are now with prices increasing across the board, you may have to seriously consider increasing your prices for existing subscribers. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you have a question which you would like answered on a future episode, go to Facebook and search for the Subscription Box Resources Facebook group and it'll come up. Um, it's currently a new group. I hope I can get it sorted out soon. What happened is a topic for a completely different episode. Maybe I'll touch on it in the future. Um, but go to that group, join it, it's free, post your question and I will answer it on a later episode. So thanks very much for tuning in and I'll speak to you at the same time next week.